0: welcome to the ceo of destiny podcast where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace and now your host andre j benjamin
1: what was your goal and ultimate hope or dream for this project yeah,
0: I'm trying to help anybody and everybody. That was kind of the goal. Early on, people said, oh, that's nice. He's helping young men. Well, you know, I am I am trying to help young men, but there's, you know, because certain videos just kind of naturally are for, for men, you know, for young men that maybe don't have a dad to show them how to tie a tie. That's going to, you know, some girls might need to wear a tie, but for the most part, that's going to be a guy thing. But Um, you know, I always, we always wanted to empower our own kids to learn how to, you know, change a tire. You can't rely on, you know, what if you're out somewhere and you don't know how to change a tire? Uh, you can't say, Oh, my hope my boyfriend gets here or hope my husband gets here in a couple hours and you're in a scary place, you know, (laughs) you need to learn how to do anything. And so, uh, and I have, you know, I call my subscribers, my kids, as I'm sure, you know, and I, um, you know, I have 80 year old, kids (laughs) kids <laughs> watching me. Um, and it's interesting because it's resonated on a whole another level that I, I never imagined. People are crying, watching me tie a tie, you know, um, just because the dad moment that they never, maybe they never had, or maybe uh, their dad has passed or what have you. And they, they miss that. Um, I've had people tell me they put my shaving video on a woman, uh, put a shaving video on. It just reminds her of her dad and she has it on repeat and just Watches it over, over and over for the dad moment. So that's stuff I had never imagined. I thought I was just trying to put out some how tos to be useful. I didn't realize that it was resonate would resonate on the level that
1: it is. It's interesting the amount of um, kind of societal ailment around uh, absence of fathers and and people with a lot of things that is deep seated uh, and. Uh, it's Andrew uh, I remember I did some work with uh, young people and I was running a, a mentoring group and I had them wear ties all the time on specific days and so of course a lot of them came to me and said you know all I can do is the clip on and then I was like well no I bought you guys some and then we walked through you know putting them on oh, and nice. whatnot and it kind of was a bit, and then they, as much as they grumbled and complained about it, they started to look forward to it. And then some days I saw them dressing up on the off day and I'm looking at them saying, Hey, this isn't, we're only supposed to do this two days a week. And they're just like, I know, but it just feels good. I like the way I feel. And then there was another instance where, uh, a young a man who was older than me and he had me doing a, a, a project with him. That was a video shoot. And um, we were in the restroom and he saw me time mine and he asked me, would I mind showing him how? And he was like, oh, you know, my dad never showed me this. And so it was interesting. Like you said, you don't realize how much. uh, And then even my dad, my dad, his dad had never shown him it. So even when my dad was showing me how I kind of learned it fast. And then he started asking me to show him how to do it. And he was saying that how it was something that never had, you know, he wanted to know. And um, I think a lot of young people in general have a curiosity about the processes of life. So they want to see the phases. They don't know what it's like. What do you, you know, what do you look like? How do you wear your beard if you're, if you have a lot of facial hair, do you wear it? Do you shave it off? If you, you know, just that process of aging with life, what does a 60 year old look like? How's a 50 year old carry themselves? How's a 70 year old? So there's, we're all, I think, kind of looking for these cues. And I think that kind of is drawing some attention to, The way that you lay it out on your videos, the way you lay it out is calm and not judgmental and not like, oh, you idiots should know this by now. So let me, you know, let me take you to school. And so it's it just it connects on a whole different way. Can you um, take us back to some of your initial responses that you were getting and and how were you feeling as a result of the feedback that was coming in?
0: Yeah, uh, honestly, it terrified me. I've shared that. You know, I I I didn't do this to become famous or to make money or switch careers or any of the above. You know, I'm 57. We're my wife and I have planned well. We're closed in on retirement. I was just trying to help a few people. You know, um, so it it terrified me because even though I'm in sales, I'm a bit of an introvert. Uh, you know, I connect well. I think with three or four people uh, in a group, but if you get me want me to stand up in front of 40 people. I'm a bit of a wreck and I share that in my book, you know, um, I've, I'm trying to overcome that because I don't think the Lord would want me to continue to bring that into the future. So I've tried to face that fear. Uh, and you, I've
1: got, can, to, can you speak a little elaborate on that in regards to being an introvert? I'm more of an introvert, but I, I do a lot of things that are in the forefront in regards to, you know, presentations and trainings and things of that nature. So I can activate it, but I do treasure and value the alone time. And even though 2020 was overkill, because it was almost like the rest of the world was forced to act like introverts. So it just made it miserable for people who were introverts, you know. Yeah. But um, can you talk about how you were able to play to your strengths utilizing this technology? Because an introvert might say, I don't want to get in front of a camera, but I do have I feel something burning inside of me that can be helpful, just as you've been helpful to people.
0: Yeah, it's been, you know, because it's myself and I can edit the video, you know, the lives are a little more scary (laughs) because you have a whole bunch of people looking at you and it's live. Uh, But still, it's through a camera. And so I think uh, it's that, you know, I've been on the Today Show. I've been on the Tamron Hall Show. I've been on, talked with Ryan Seacrest, talked to Kevin Hart. All this stuff is remote, though. You know, I think... Uh, if I was on stage at some of these places, that might be a little bit different story. I think now I could probably handle it because I've been kind of, you know, slowly been able to get my head around it and kind of walk into it virtually. I think now it wouldn't be such a big deal, but right. You know, my first, uh, request to be on TV, I was a wreck. I did not sleep the night before I woke up exhausted and I'm like, I just hope this goes well. And that was virtually. You know, uh, so then as they started coming in more and more, I kind of got my feet underneath me and felt like, okay, I I can do this. Um, It's not as big a deal and I'm overthinking it. Just got to kind of kind of be myself and go with it. Um, Yeah. So it's it's been okay. I, You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's uh, amazing because there's times where I question myself, you know, get in my own head and start start overthinking what am I doing? Am I, <laughs> is this really
1: me? It's an out of body experience at times. Can you speak to the importance of parental encouragement and how, um, how vital of a role that plays in the development of, of just a kind of a well-adjusted human? You know, what? why, why is that important and, and what are you seeing even based upon the feedback you're getting from people?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, my kids, even though my daughter's 29, my, my son's 26, we uh, still say I love you. You know, every time we're on the phone, I say I love you. I don't want that, you know, a time to go by where we don't say that. And my son grew up with that. You know, we started from day one that, you know, you hang up the phone. And even when he was going through his teenage years where I'd call him, he was not ashamed to say I love you, Dad, you know, uh, to say that back. Because I think that that's important to kind of set that as you go along. And then telling your kids you're proud of them. I think that's so important. Um, unfortunately, you know, I get that feedback on my channel of people saying, because I, I did said that on my channel, as I'm sure you know, and people said, I've never heard that once from my parents that they're proud of me. Um, yeah, that's sad. You know, um, you talk about encouragement. When I used to teach Sunday school, I used to write up the word. And I talked about this on my channel before, but I used to put the word courage on the board. And courage, if you think about the word courage, what does it make you feel? It feels like, oh, man, I can, you know, face the day and go out and conquer the world. And you you add the prefix n or this in the front of it. You know, you can you can encourage somebody and empower them, give them that courage that you feel so good about, or you can take that courage away from them. Uh, you know, I think that is a good word picture for understanding the power of encouragement
1: so many lack hearing those positive words. And I think even in a, in a drive by culture, I heard somebody say to me that if you just give directional and correctional um, conversation with your kids, you're not really talking to them. You're talking, you know, at them. And it made me really think about, because sometimes, especially with our oldest, you know, we put a lot of responsibility because we're, just trying to encourage them that you're steering the way for the others but you know I I found and I think it may have been in the you know honestly kind of I was convicted as I'm going into this interview it's like oh my gosh you know am I (laughs) so I went in last night and and spent some time with our oldest and just told him I said you know what I'm proud of you I'm not proud of you because of anything you do I'm proud of you just because you're my son and I could tell he really looked at me and he didn't want to be mushy but I could tell he looked at me like Man, that meant something to me, you know, and and it it, it just softened up the moment. So I think you're on to something in regards to ear, even hearing those words. I'm proud of you, you know. Um, uh, the, so many people are hearing so much negative feedback right now, um, and the world is kind of cluttered with that. So I think even putting that out in the atmosphere and in the airwaves, something that would spark people to say, "Wait a minute, why can't I tell that to someone else? Is it just..." based upon performance or can i find something that's praiseworthy and and something that's a a life point that i can you know spark up someone um can you talk a little bit about uh who encouraged you you know um talk about the ricks and the karens and the you know the and who they were and what they did in your life that was significant as well as your sister and your other siblings i mean your siblings actually came together like a super squad but i don't want to give it away (laughs)
0: Yeah, they did. I, you know, I've I've got a great uh, group of siblings that we rallied around each other. And I think that it speaks, that speaks to the fact that my parents did start well, you know, and I try to hopefully paint everybody in the best possible light in my book, not trying to throw anybody under the bus um, and trying to look at it from an adult's perspective of how did this kind of go south? You know, what happened? Um, And I really think, my book does a good job of doing that. And I, I, you know, I relied on my older siblings to say, how did you see this kind of happening too? Because I was younger, you know, my memories aren't, aren't as great as, as them, as being adults, kind of looking at it. And um, yeah, I've got a lot of inspiration from Rick, you know, Rick and I talk all the time um, still. Uh, Yeah. And I've always tried to look for, you know, I think it's important to look at other people and, that's a good quality trait so that's why I try to share that in my book is if you can look at some quality traits in somebody they may not have other good quality traits my siblings have a lot of good quality traits but you know you can pick even one you know one person that might be bad in certain areas but you can pick that one and go I, I want to incorporate that in my own life I really like how they handle that you know and do the best you can to then incorporated into your own life but yeah rick and karen have been a huge influence because they stepped up you know we lived in a you know he's 23 my brother was 23 and she was 24 when i was 14 and they were newlyweds and we lived in tight quarters uh an eight by 35 trailer uh so they you know that's pretty inspiring that the fact that they stepped up and did what needed to be done even though it wasn't easy you know Um, and he's never held that they've never held that over my head. They've never said, we did this for you. So you need to do this. You know, they just did it because, uh, they felt like it was the right thing to do. So I think that's important. You know, a lot of times we want to, we help people and then we have an ulterior motive for why we're helping them. We want something out of them, you know, and it's so nice to have people do something just to do something. So. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to CEOfdestiny.com. Thanks again and tune in next time.